Hello and welcome everybody to episode four of the 167 podcast. Come on, how good is it to be at episode four? It's feeling really good. We've yeah. gotten here really quickly. We have. We have. We actually have. What's it? What's this? I mean, there's that saying, you know, we started, but we're here. <laughs> started from the bottom. We started from the bottom, now, and now we're here at episode, episode four. four. So we're not. I wouldn't say we're at the top yet. No, no, no. But the seven subscribers, it's grown. We've got seven. Um, yeah, yeah, more. Than, well, the actual numbers are higher, but you know who's count, who's counting. We're going to be humble about it. Yeah, we're definitely going to be humble about it. But we are so excited. Not to when be we hit a million. No, no, no. Then we're going to be very. Then we're going to get those YouTube that plaque, and we're going to. That's hang totally it. the button. Oh. Yeah. Then we're going to hang it somewhere. Well, and to the Apple Podcast guys and the and the Spotify gentlemen Shout and them the all out. ladies and the anchor Come team. Come on, somebody. Everybody, if you and that's just a shout out to everybody on whatever that's platform right. you're watching on. If you are a visual watcher and you're joining us on YouTube, uh, how are you doing? Hope you're doing very well. So good to have you here watching us. And if you mm. are a podcast listener Absolutely. on all the amazing uh, platforms that Swen has just mentioned, Apple, Spotify, uh, Anchor, all of those guys, that's we're right, so glad yeah. that you could tune in and listening in your car, at the gym, right. at home, at uh, it's only this is only as good as our listeners and the engagement. Yeah, we appreciate our audience. Uh, great for you to, to be here. We want to add value to you. Big time. Hey, so that the 167 podcast, what we want to do is we know that there are 168 hours in the week. Yeah. Uh, we hope that one of them is at least spent in a church service at some place, at some point. Yeah. And we want to add value and speak into the other 167 hours of your week. So we yeah. want to add value to different areas of your life outside of just a Sunday. Because we know that um, we we don't, we don't just grow on one day of a week. There's a continual diet mm. of self-improvement, of growth. And so we want to help you to follow Jesus. We want to help you to live a healthy life, yeah. healthy relationships uh, that's God-honoring. And, and we want to grow together in our community. Yeah. And so if you want to follow some of the posts even for our community, that is at uh, the 167 Podcast on Instagram. Come on. We're only on the gram. The gram right now. The gram. We're is only the on the gram. It's, at? it's we the gramophone. We will maybe expand one day. Exchange gram. Yeah, the exchange <laughs> on the line. We're patenting that idea in case it's really good. <laughs> no one else can take that. If it's rubbish, then it's fine. But uh, yeah, so good to have you all here. And please don't so forget good. to um, subscribe, to rate us, um, to do all those good things. Leave comments, leave questions. Yeah. We love the engagement. We want to get better. We want to get better. And it also helps us to grow and expand. And That's for right. more people to see and to be a part of what we're doing here. And we're very excited about this episode in particular. Um, this came to mind when we were planning and thinking about the 167 podcast. Mm. It's something that we have to talk about. That's right. Especially, um, listen, you could be listening to this at any point of the year, but where we're at now, we're coming towards the end of a year. And what you associate with normally at the end of the year is tiredness. It's, it's burnout. It's exhaustion. And it's this inability to replenish oneself. Mm. So today, uh, we're going to be speaking about exactly those things. We're going to be speaking about burnout. We're going to be speaking about how and why it happens, how we can get better at managing it, That's and really right. what are some tools, practical tools, that in the, in the 167 other hours of our week mm. we can use to combat and fight burnout. And we both feel super strongly about this because mm. I think we both have had seasons of burnout yeah. and seasons of just being really tired, really exhausting, and lack, exhausted and lacking motivation to do what we're called to do, doing what yeah. we're paid to do. Yeah. And even your family life gets affected. Absolutely. I think the worst thing about burnout is is not almost the physical, because I don't always think it starts physically because you can still be, you can still have great margin in your life. Yeah. 
and be tired physically because yeah. your work should make you tired. If you're not tired after working, you're not working hard enough. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think the the danger comes is where we neglect the emotional and psychological yeah. aspects of burnout that then begin to manifest in a physical in a physical way in your body, yeah. but also does damage to relationships. It does damage yeah. to your soul. Yeah. And I mean, we've we've seen people who have hit burnout yeah. um, where you hit the wall. I've probably been very close i'm a i'm a bit of a workaholic yeah. to be honest um and it's it's but so it's so easy to get to that point yeah and so what's helped me over the last oh geez for years has actually just been a consistency of 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 a rest day yeah and I'm sure we're going to get into that. Yeah, but if you neglect the maintenance of your life, mm -hmm. you're going to get a breakdown. If you don't take your car to the mechanic and have a service and change the oil and change the tires <laughs> on a regular, you're going to hit breakout. Yeah. You're going to hit breakdown. Yeah. And I think we're, we're no different. And I would say that burnout comes from a lack of trusting God mm. because you think it's all on you and you've yeah. got to go, 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 go. If you don't, you know, if you don't go to work every day, if you don't work 18 hours a day, if you don't... Yeah, well, you know, that's so good. I think we wear busyness like a badge we can be extremely proud of. So you can brag. I mean, you brag about all the hours that you work in a day. And listen, this is not, we're not saying that hard work is a bad thing. We, no, I think we encourage yeah, hard work. Big time. I think we're for hard work. I think it's when it starts, when you start replacing that with things that are necessary yeah. and vital in your life. And I think one thing that we can maybe start with and both agree on is that the speed of life today oh. is extremely, extremely fast. And you almost, you have to create intentional moments of your day where you're resting, mm. intentional moments of your day where you're pulling away, intentional moments of your day where you are able to stop what you're doing, even when it feels like you're super busy, yeah. even when it feels like you've got so much to do, because the speed of life yeah. Is there. And I think one of the big things that contributing to that is this whole kind of I want to call it a spirit, but but it's comparison. Oh, because yeah. we're looking we're looking around at the other dude who's twenty five, the other guy who's thirty eight, the other guy's forty five, where he's at with his business. And obviously, what we see on social media is always a highlight reel. We're, yeah. never, we're never seeing the the main story. We compare, and in that way, we think, well, we've also got to be there yeah. in that space. And then you put your mind, your heart, and your soul, and then your body on a pace and on a track that will never, ever, ever be sustainable. That's good. You yeah. can hold it for like a few years, maybe. Yeah. You can even be successful. Yeah. No, you you might just be successful. You might just be you can you can You can hold that and you can maintain it for a while, but at some point, like you're saying, the wheels come off. Mm. And then it's not just you, because you spoke about an emotional response. Mm. It's not just you that end up being hurt by the process. Uh, the people around you. Yeah, big time. Because when you're tired, yeah, how uh, your emotional relationships and the people yeah. around you, they suffer just as much as well. Big time. And even just on a spiritual level, when, when is it the time you feel most tempted is when you're tired? Oh, when, when, when is the time? Yeah, when is the time that you 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 do the stupid things in your life? Yeah. Is when you're when you're on burnout, when yeah. you're emotionally depleted, when yeah. you don't have the energy to fight temptation, when Oof. you don't have the energy to forgive your wife or your yeah. husband, and you just brush it under the rug because yeah. it's just too much trouble to go into it. Um, financial burnout happens the same way. You just kind of, you just tuck it underneath and the thing is never going to come back. And it like these things don't just go away. We have to learn to deal with them. And it's such a real thing. And, and the busyness and the pace of life, it is what it is because, I mean, Flip, man, you, you can run your business off your phone. You can. Where do you stop? 
You, yeah, it's it's next to you. You go to bed next to you. Yeah. I, I remember Simon Sinek um, did a, a conversation about millennials, and he's like, every time your phone beeps, it's a dopamine hit. Mm. And in fact, sometimes you feel like it buzzes, and then you check it, but it doesn't. There was no message. Mm. It's just your brain triggering triggering you to have a look. Yeah. And I it's, get that. <laughs> it's so true. I get that. I'm yeah. like, oh flip, oh no, it, there's nothing here. Yeah. Uh, and it's and you um, you feel the vibration. Yeah, you do. But it's just our brains, and we're just so hotwired to our phones. Mm. Um, but and it's it's just not healthy. And on the other side, what we do is we then, because we're so run down, what do we want to do? The day we've got day off, we just want to switch off completely. We totally. want to go and play. Play is important. Yeah. Like, I think I think we've lost the art of play. Yeah. Play has always I think replenished us, yeah. replenished people. But what we do is we, we go to the other extreme where we escape completely mm. and we just kind of live in this weird world of overly busy, mm. but then we want to do our hobby and we don't want anyone to tell us differently. And yeah. it's like, it's just a, I think it's just a breeding ground for dysfunctional relationships. Yeah. People that get divorced, I would, okay, let's not go there, but I think a lot of uh, relational problems mm. come from just the fact of being Overcooked, overworked, burnt out, yeah. emotionally thin—all yeah. of those things—they just come out of those bad places. Yeah, I, listen, I think there's so much that we can talk about here, and we've watched some great um, content and videos about this across the across the years. And one yeah. amazing sermon that we watched was uh, one by a guy called Wayne Cordero, um, a pastor in Hawaii. Not a bad place to pastor. Let's just put that out yeah. right now. Come on, not a bad place. If to you get a calling from God. <laughs> I really feel like maybe we need a, a view church that. in one of the islands. You know I what I mean? That Pacific. We go Fiji area. Why not? Why not every island? Yeah. No, no. I receive. And then, and then, and then, um, Phil, you can be the the oversight over all those islands and have to travel from island to island. That's prophetic. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I just received that. I received that. If anybody that's listening or watching right now, come on, we just pray into Amen. that. Amen. Receive but it. He had such good content. He called this message that he that he preached called. He's called it "Dead Leader Running." Yes. Um, I think it's. it's I think it's. It's iconic on, in a way. It's brilliant, and I, and it's up and and it's available. So if you do want to watch that, you can watch that. And um, one of the great analogies and pictures that he's got that I think will kind of form maybe a bit of a foundation for what we speak about. But there's so much to talk about. As he he speaks about a bucket. And he kind of yes. takes you, and he says your life is like this bucket, and you've got two taps. You've got a tap that flows in, yes. and you've got a tap that flows out. Yeah. And for most people, the tap that flows out is pretty much always on, because wow. there's always something to give to. Um, if you're a younger, if you're a younger person, you're studying maybe. If you're in high school, you yeah. give to that. You're going to give socially to the yeah. friends around you. Uh, as you get older, maybe it becomes about a job. It becomes about family. Yeah. It maybe becomes about responsibilities, even church responsibilities. Yeah. Your your output is flowing. That tap is open. Yeah. He said what a lot of people struggle with is that they don't really understand how to get the other tap flowing at just the same pace. Yeah. You, sometimes we've got the output tap is flowing. You just picture a tap that's just wide open, mm. and then you've almost got this like slow drip of an input tap coming yeah. into your bucket and for me what one of the big takeaways I took from that message was that I actually am not very aware on the things that I find very uh, how can I put it like this way they fill my bucket mm. they fill my tank I love what you said there because you, you go on a, your off day for example and you escape but mm. you don't fill yeah 
you 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 switch off. Maybe you sleep, or maybe you switch the lights off when you watch movies, or binge watch, yeah, or binge watch or whatever. And, and sometimes those things are can be good to an yeah. extent, and and they can be nice. But but the question we've got to ask is that is it something that fills? Yeah, tank? you rest, but you don't replenish. You don't replenish. And I, and I think that is like that is so important when it comes to burnout because I think if we're unable to do that because I think life requires people to have an outflow tap that's open. Big time, you can't yeah. Be someone who isn't flowing outwards. You I can't touch other people's lives. I, I think it's unbiblical if you yeah. didn't have that. So so we're we're all for the the strong flowing output tap mm. we are, but I think we're also very much for the strong flowing input tap. Yeah. And it requires conversation and requires thought, personal reflection. It's like, well, what actually fills my tank? Yeah. The first question is like, well, what do I enjoy doing? What are hobbies that I find? Do I like hiking? Mm. Do I like? Is it, is it spending time with my friends? If it's, it could possibly. Be, I know you enjoy movies, mm. so so it could be watching a movie that really just provides space where you can laugh or think or enjoy something. Maybe it's serious. Maybe it's sports. Mm. All of these things, and and you begin to understand that hey, I need to match my inflow with my outflow. Yeah. Maybe you can explain yeah. uh, how you have managed that because I think both. Well, we're very much on a journey on yeah. figuring this out. But you come from someone who enjoys working, yes. so you naturally will work hard. Outflow will be going hard. Have you always been able to match that with inflow? Or is it something that you've no. had to learn and develop? I think I think I've I've had to learn where I need to guard my time. Yeah. So and and for other people, it's also it could also be the same thing of where hey, you're married maybe, mm. and you you and your spouse replenish very differently. Yeah. And that can be a real thing. And so mm. it's not maybe rest replenishing for you, but you you, you know they've also got to replenish. And yeah. so there's got to be. You've got to be able to replenish by yourself, and you've got to find activities that fuel the both of you. Yeah, that's just true. speaking into a, a marriage context and I a love family. That, yeah. um, and I, I think we ought to also realize is that in this season, the outflow is much greater than other seasons. Wow. Okay. Because you think about it, during COVID season, yeah. when at the time of this recording, yeah. um, 2020. Uh, it's not just your effort, but it's the things that drain you. Mm. So worry drains you. Worry is a big outflow. So yeah. some outflow is healthy where it's productive. Other things are unhealthy. They're, they're, they're not really from God. Mm. And there's a biblical way to approach this so that yeah. they don't become such an outflow. But think about it. We're, we're not, you're worried about getting sick. Yeah. You're worried about getting close to people. Yeah. You're worried about how this is going to impact on your finances. You're worried on how it's going to impact on your relationships. Mm-hmm. When are you going to be able to travel again? Mm-hmm. And and I think even just the access to news is another dr- oh, my massive goodness. withdrawal from yeah. all of our tanks because not only, you, you know, you used to just maybe read the paper and get into international news. Or now, Bro, we're, we're getting live. We're getting live death counts. From, exactly from, from any of any nation in the world. Absolutely, you have access to that. You have access to that, but you also have access to the political problems yes. in other countries, our own country. What's true? What's the lie? Wow! And you be, we're just being bombarded yeah. so many times throughout the day, and even news radio. And so, I'm saying that this is a season where there's X. So that's why you're getting people at this time of the year now. We're, this is filmed in November. Mm. That are going. I'm just. So t- I just got to pull back. I just got to pull back. I'm so tired. Yeah. But that's not the right response. Yes, but that's good, the yeah. reaction. Yeah. That, that that's the res- the reaction to what's happening. Yeah. So what I've had to do the best of is that um, I've had to intentionally do things that fuel me. Good. And I've had to learn how to do those things. Mm. So for me. 
protecting my my day off mm. has been so important to me. Now, mm. there's there's always going to be a time and a place and a season where you're going to have to compromise on that. Yes. But as a large, mm. that's protected. Good, yeah. We've also had to protect a day and a week uh, where it's just Lara and myself and yes. Samuel and not always having people around because, for instance, Lara's quite in, introverted and that's yeah. great. Like, that's brilliant. And I've learned a bit more of those things yeah. as well. So we've had to protect that for our family. That's very good. Um, and then, and then for me, I love watching movies. Mm. But if I watch a movie at nine o'clock in the morning, that's not replenishing. Mm. That's just resting. Okay. And then it actually wrecks the rest of my day. Okay. But if I read my Bible and pray, yeah, that that refuels me. You also enjoy spiritually. Walking. Yeah, yeah I walk, as well. walk and pray and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I know that if I if if I'm bigger internally. I have greater margin in my life. I actually think the best thing, one of the best things that your devotional life can do for you is to give you an internal margin Mm. where you're actually getting things like peace. You're getting things like confidence in God. Your faith is being built up and Mm. you're saying, oh, it's not about me. It's not, all that's going on, I can give it over to the Lord. Yeah. And that takes the weight off our shoulders, off my shoulders anyway. Yeah. Um, and I, I play I, I play football, yeah. and so that's been great. I've been yeah. j- enjoying that as a great outlet. Um, mm. When I was training in gym, that was a great outlet. Yeah. Going for a hike was a great outlet. Yeah. But those things I haven't been so consistent in, but my devotional life in the season has been so important. That's awesome. Uh, protecting a day off where it's just to worship and it's just to spend time with people that are closest to me. That's great. Um, yeah, it's been that. Eh? And even playing football with my son yeah. is actually... It, I don't rest. Yeah. I come. I, I stop playing football and I'm smashed. Yeah. But it's so good for our relationship because we're we're connecting in it. Boys like to do things together. They don't want to sit and talk. They want to no. do things together. Yeah, exactly. And so that's been re- replenishing for yeah, me. Yeah, so, so I think that's it. It, it, it. You don't feel maybe extremely rested after that, but there's a replenishment that's mm. coming in there. And what you said, and I'll share also briefly what I like to do, but what you said there is that when you get tired this time of the year, like we said, we filmed this in November, people pull away. Mm. I find that sometimes people pull away from the wrong things. They do, absolutely. And then they start pulling, they start pulling away from the things that are actually replenishment and that are actually giving them life, not taking mm. it away. That is so good. And then good. We, we pull away and then we add to the what we think is, is, is helping us rest or what we think is our escapism and, and we're going we're gonna to pull away so that we can escape more. But I think it just drains your tank even more. Absolutely. Because maybe you're not outflowing in that day, but you're definitely not inflowing. Yeah. And yeah. outflowing, like what we're saying, is that it, it's biblical to it. Yeah. large extent there's a lot of good things that come out when we are able to to give out especially from a church context but how many times have we've had people that are just mm. like i'm tired in the season i'm not going to serve yeah and we're like we yeah. understand like we understand you're tired yeah like if you're listening to this everybody goes through burnout but that's just that's exactly it. everybody is tired now exactly everybody's tired so it's, it's so it's not like a okay well if everybody's tired then we all stop Mm. serving or we all stop doing some of the things that God is calling us to it's like no we have got to be intentional with the other areas mm. of our life and yeah. saying well what what is resting us what is replenishing us and what is then something that we are outflowing mm. in and for me personally like I would I would I would say what I would do a lot on those off days would also just be a whole lot of nothing it's like yeah we get Mondays off because because we work on Sundays is that you would just kind of you stay at home and and you and you and it feels good, you know. Mm. It feels good to just stay at home and do nothing, and and maybe watch sport, or play PlayStation, whatever the deal is. But I found that at the end of those days, I was exhausted. Yeah. And then on Tuesday morning, I was even more exhausted when I got to work because I didn't feel. I actually didn't even feel rested. Mm. I wasn't replenishing, but I actually didn't even feel very rested in those days yeah. either. 
And then when I got married, my Monday started to change, whereas that I would start doing things with my wife. I would, start do, I would try to be intentional with starting to do things with friends, trying to get out more, because for my personality, I'm, I'm a bit weird. I'm like an extroverted introvert, whereas uh, when I'm with people, I get replenished, mm. but I can't do it all the time. Yes, yeah. Because then it starts, becoming, it starts becoming draining in a way as well. Mm. So Mondays, I've got to kind of find a balance in that some Mondays, I need to be with people need to be with friends, having a good time, having a laugh, playing football, like you say. And then some Mondays, it's good for me to be with my wife mm. or, or for me to spend some time by myself. And then the big one uh, for me, and I'll be open and honest, Mondays, it was always a hard day for me to be spiritual because Sundays yeah. I felt like I was just give like, let's say you're pre- like, you know, yeah. you're preaching, you're preaching the Sunday or you preach the Sunday night or, or whatever they ever that looked like. It feels like you're spiritually just going for it. And then Monday you're like, whoo, I need a, I need a break from that now. Mm. But, but th- that's almost like what our podcast is all about. Yeah. Like, there's the one, six, seven. It's like, you don't, if you just le- if you just leave it in that hour or those few hours that you're busy in church, you're missing out on the full mm. picture. Cause that's not what we do. It's who we are. Yeah. So if we're able to, like you're saying, tuck into your devotional life, pray and worship even on your off day, mm. you take a huge step in beating burnout because now you're focusing on replenishing yeah. and you're focusing on saying that you're like, well, actually I need I need a rest from that. It's like, no, that's exactly what mm. you need in this time. Big time. So for me, that, that, those, those, that's have been, good. those have been huge and just finding ways and, and, and you've got to try stuff. Yeah, you, you do. It's, it's like finding hobbies. I don't know mm. if you've got hobbies that you like to do, but, but finding hobbies for me have been so difficult because yeah. it's hard to just try stuff. But, but this is why we're having this conversation. It's like, well, are you aware of some of the things that fill your tank? Because mm. sometimes you just got to go out and try stuff. You do. Do different things. You do. No, I think it's exactly right. And, and for us, you know, because we work on a Sunday, it's not, you know, people might look at what we do and go, what are you, you're just talking to people. How, that's, that's like my dream job. <laughs> that's fine, but... Sometimes the conversations we're having aren't just like, oh man, everything's going. Some people are dropping stuff, some serious heaviness. Indeed. And, and you have to process that. Yeah. They got it off their shoulders, but now you got to process you gotta it. You got to carry it now. And and you're always giving. And then whenever you preach, it's actually like you're giving birth to something. Yeah. Multiple times in a day. Yeah. And it takes so much. And and I think that's even where you were going. Um, that, that you need to replenish in different areas. You need to replenish your flesh. So yes, yes do things that replenish your, fre- your flesh. Yeah. But you can't stop doing the things that replenish your spirit man mm. on the inside of you. Yeah, big time. Because if you're spiritually weak yet physically strong, mm. you're still, a, you're, you're still um, a target for the enemy, an easy target yeah. in a sense. I would, I would rather be spiritually strong than physically strong. Mm-hmm. But if you can be strong in both and in your mind and your thinking, your emotions. You're in a very good space. That's, that's the yeah. best. But you make all of your best decisions in that moment. Yeah. And so we've got to be aggressive with that. Mm. Um, and, and it's not about, okay, let me try squeeze something in you. You can't, you can't squeeze in replenishment. No. You actually have to calendar it in and say no to other things. Big time. And I think maybe, because obviously this is a two-part podcast. We are, it's a two-part. So today we're just kind of, mentioning and 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 introducing and yeah. talking about and we'll get practical again in the next in the next episode but even just the idea of you actually have to say no to something the good. best yeah. answer you can have for yourself is no because yeah. we say yes to so many things mm. but we don't have maybe the intention to be there mm. or we just don't want to disappoint somebody but we're going to disappoint pleases. them later anyway professional people pleasers oh big time so look i think it's a, i think it's a very good conversation to have and i think I think even anxiety would drop. Yeah. If we had more margin, I think burn. I think anxiety is often 
a result of burnout yeah. or getting close to burnout. Yeah. Uh, and that's even a conversation I think we need to have at some point about yeah. anxiety and depression and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But even, um, so even on saying no, I think that the the biggest revelation that we can have is that when we've set a goal for our life or we understand that this is the type of, we talk about the word margin, mm. uh, this is the type of margin I want to have for my energy levels, for my flesh, like my body, and then spiritually, this is the type of margin I want to have. That would often require you to say no to good things as well. Absolutely. So we're like, we hear like a great, it's a great opportunity or it's a, you can serve in this area or you can help this people or whatever the deal is. Mm. It's hard to, it's easy to say no to bad things. Yeah. But sometimes even good things don't build into what you're trying. That's to have good. Very good. Family. So for everybody, there is there is a call to be involved in the body of Christ. There's a call to honor your marriage if you're married or the season that you're mm. in. And and it's so important that with burnout that we understand. I think this is what God is calling me to do in yeah, this season. That's great. So even that when good opportunities come along, mm. we're able to say. I don't think it's my season for that yeah. because I can involve myself in that, involve myself there and involve myself there. And then I'm unable to do what I'm actually called to do, what yeah. I'm actually supposed to do well because I'm so tired because I'm doing a bunch of different things. So good. For me, it, it, it's all, it, this has been like a total journey because I love, I'm like, my friends call me like a yes man because, <laughs> because people will come. Great movie. Yeah, it's funny. Anything with Jim Carrey in it, let's just be real, oh. is a brilliant movie. Um, Mm, can I say that? I can. Well, mostly. Yeah, mostly. Let's say mostly. It's covering my son there. Um, so for me, I get, I get called a yes man often because I, I, I love people and I love plans so that when people with good plans are inviting me to something, my knee-jerk reaction is to say, I'll be there. Yeah. I'm going to be there and I'm going to, we're going to have so much fun and, and it, we're going to be the life of the party mm. and it's going to be the best night ever. And then the night comes and I haven't taken into consideration what my week has looked like, mm. what I had done the previous night, what I had done yeah. that morning. And then I end up being in positions where I am bailing on plans or, or yeah. unable to attend or have or have pre-booked or, or, or I've got something else in the way where you end up just actually messaging that person and then you have to say, I can't make it anymore. Mm. I can't be there. And that's horrible. And then good intentions actually start hurting people. Mm. So my intentions were never bad. Yeah. I never wanted to hurt anybody or be the guy that doesn't show up to plans. But I was just saying yes to everything because it sounded good, but mm. it wasn't actually what was going to work. And, and there are people, I think there's times for both of us and for anybody watching, I think there are people that we are called to spend time with and invest mm. in. If you try to do it with everybody all the time, mm. you're going to disappoint. You are, you are. And, and what I'm picking up on what you're saying, you're talking about calling, but I think that's just, it's coming down to the principle we've discussed it before about having a vision for your life. Big time. Yeah. Where vision is... The boss says people, my people perish for a lack of vision yeah. or lack of revelation. It, the point is vision is supposed to be constraining yeah. so that you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. Exactly. But most people don't have their vision written down so they don't know what to say yes to or what to say no to. That's Everything yeah. looks good, so let's go for it. Yeah. Um, and that can be, lead to burnout, wanting to do everything, please everybody. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just a powerful point there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but I, I think you also got a cool article for us to to have a look through and chat through. And yeah, um, I saw some really yeah I saw some really good things in this article. Even before we jump into that, I think I think one of the points actually in the article is talking about community and how community plays such a big role actually in burnout in that the people that you surround yourself with. I think we we speak about this in many different contexts, but the people that you surround yourself with often 
will determine and dictate what your future is going mm. to look like because you become like the people you're with. You start to speak like them. You start to act like them. And I think in times when you're tired, you need to surround yourself with people that are life-giving and positive. Mm. So w- one of these amazing points here is speaking about uh, community. Who do you work with? Who are you around? How supportive and how trustworthy are you with those relationships? Because if we are constantly putting ourselves in with people that are... You know, tired is fine, but that are negative, that, oh. are, that are not speaking life over situations, that are actually speaking death over their work, over their life, over whatever's happening in their situation. How easy is it for negativity to just be contagious, to jump over? And that makes you tired. You know, no one leaves a negative conversation feeling like, I've got so much life, I just want to tackle the situations and the obstacles in my life. We need to be so... We need to be so intentional. That's what I love about Life Group. Mm. So Life Group comes sometimes on a Thursday night for some people. That conventionally, you're starting to get tired. Mm. Let's say Thursday night, you're starting to get pretty tired. The week has come, it's happened. So sometimes we'll go to Life Group tired. So and I can't tell you how many times we have left Life Group tired. It just doesn't happen. No. Because you're, you're with people and, there's, and it's life-giving and guys are happy to be there. And I'm sure everybody got there maybe a bit mm. tired. But because of the way that the atmosphere and the dynamic between those group of people work, you mm. leave replenished. Yeah. You leave refreshed. You leave feeling so good. And for me... It's just the best example of if you have the right people around you. And, and mm. you can't pick your colleagues. You can't pick the people that you work with. So for everybody that's watching you and you're saying, well, you don't know the staff. Mm. You, know, you don't know my workplace. You don't know the guys <laughs> I spend every day the most negative. Totally. But you can often, we talk about influence. You can often start to change and affect the dynamics of the relationships mm. that you're working with by, by doing small things. If it's, mm. if it's encouraging people more. If it's, mm. if it's changing the narrative of, of, of the way conversations flow, sending positive, encouraging emails out, mm. I find that the, if, if the community has got a sense of life-givingness, positivity, I think it's, the burnout is far mm. from that situation. Yeah. I think as Christians even, we, you know, just assuming that people listening to this are Christians, if you're not, this is still a great principle, yeah. that um, Christians are even called to live an opposite lifestyle. Yeah. You know, what does burnout do? Burnout causes you to go into isolation because you want to hide. Yeah. And the effect of burnout, if you, it can take you a long time to get into burnout, mm. but burnout lasts way longer than you. you yeah. it, it's, it could be two-year process of getting out of burnout for some mm. people. So um, it, it wants to get you into isolation. And so even though I don't feel like community, yeah. community is actually a healthy principle to live by yeah. that's going to build health into my life. And so I'm the pastor and you're a pastor. There are days I don't want to go to group. Big time. I love my group. And for those hearing, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I don't want to go to group. And yeah. it's been like that for years. Yeah, same. Like uh, the last thing yeah. I need to do is this. But yep. you know what? We've made a decision mm. that we're going to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm. We're going to live a God-honoring lifestyle. And community is important. It's one of the indicators. It's one mm. of the the safeguards. Yeah. You know, because you've got people there who can actually pray for you and encourage you as well. And so when I leave life group, I'm like, Best night totally. ever. And you're like, why was I ever... Exactly. Yeah, it just turns that around. Yeah. And and my wife is the same. Even though Lara is an introvert, she, she just feels how... She, you just get picked up. You just get yeah. lifted up. Yeah. Um, and negative... Like being around negative people, mm, if you're a negative right. person, you need to live in the opposite spirit and begin to speak life yeah. and not negativity. Yeah. Negativity spreads like a wildfire and mm. it just causes damage. 
I, I find negative people incredibly draining. Yeah. I want to be. I want to get away from negative people. In yeah. fact, in some relationships, I have. Yeah. Um, I remember this one guy, Chris Hodges, mm-hmm. talking about one of the culture points of the church is mm-hmm. to choose joy, and he used yeah. Tigger as an example. Yeah. Right. Everybody example. wants to be around Tigger because Tigger is so much fun. He's a ray of sunshine. Yeah. And. I think if we can be a ray of sunshine, we're going to attract people into our life. We're going to attract opportunities into our life. But also just on the inside of us, we're going to be healthy. I'm not talking about being the comedian. Yes, or insincere. Or insincere, yeah. I'm just talking like, hey, instead of choosing a negative conversation, turn it to a positive one. Say, you know what, we're not where we want to be, but oh, isn't it amazing that one day we could be somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, that could just that could change the atmosphere of a room, change the atmosphere of your spirit, even. Mm, I so. think that's a great way. I love that. It's like, well, we're not we're not where we want to be yet, but we could be there. It's like mm. a mindset, big time. Um, and I think one of the things that also leads to burnout is is, is expectation. It, it's managing mm. expectation. It's it's. Wow, yeah. I thought I was going to be here, and mm. now I'm not there. It's, yeah. it's in, you can burn out when you spiral at that point. How do we not spiral? How do, <laughs> how do we not, how, how are we able to see, and this is another vision thing, but how are we able to see kind of further than where we are right now? Mm. Like Stephen Furtick, he's got a great example. Where he's, you thank God that, yes, you might not be where you want to be, mm-hmm. but you thank him that you're not where you used to be. Yeah, so then you look at your life and you're saying, well, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not, I haven't got the promotion that I wanted, or I haven't seen this in, in, in church, or I haven't seen this with my family, but we've come a long mm. way. We've come a far, it's almost like a bird's eye view That's good. Um, on your life. And I think burnout becomes so easy to fall into when you develop that, almost that tunnel vision where you're just kind of seeing what's in front of mm. you and you don't open the blinkers as to what God could be doing in yeah. other areas yeah. and appreciating and being grateful. And I think it's that living with a grateful spirit. It's if I can, <sighs> be, if I can be grateful, this is the thing that wow. I would love to move forward in right now. And that might be the thing that, that Satan could use mm. to get you to burn out. But if you're able to say, but I'm so grateful that we're healthy. Mm. I'm so grateful that my kids are happy. I'm so grateful for this. You can you can beat it, you know. You can get past it, and and God can say, well, well, we can move there. You can focus on that. You can focus on the positive things, and then those other areas will move forward. Yeah. But it's like it's a it's tough because we we want to do well, yeah, and we want to succeed, yeah. So expectations are a big thing for yeah. us. Yeah, I think catching your heart, where your heart is at, is so important. Yeah. Um, Annie Sandy wrote a book a few years ago called I think oh, the, en- the attitude, enemies of the heart. Yeah. Where there's certain attitudes like anger and yeah. greed and these kinds of yeah. things that impact your heart and how to counteract them. But I think knowing where our heart is at is so important because when your speech starts, I find that people who are closest to burnout or have burnt out are more cynical, yeah. more negative, don't see the joy in things, yeah. and they want to escape. Yes. Those for me are telltale signs. Mm. And so I've had to recognize in my own life, hey, when is my yeah, speech too. getting this way? When am I, my outlook getting this way? Ooh, when am I, you know, you know, as a part, you, you, you love people, mm. but then you... It'd be a lot easier if they weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. But that's when you know, whoa, okay, something's happening in my in world that I need to change. Yeah. I, need to, I need to take a break now. And I did yeah. that a couple of weeks ago yeah. for myself. Just took a break. Just needed to stop. Yeah. Um, but I think even on that point of managing expectation, I think for me it seems like, and I've gotten this wrong so many times, but uh, is that when there's unmixed expectation, there's disappointment. Yes. And there's only so much disappointment we can take mm. before we stop, bef- on, that dra- on that tap, that outlet tap that yes. you're talking again. Yeah. And disappointment does that, and I think it builds frustration. Mm. I thought, I thought, I thought. 
Um, and I think out of that frustration can almost develop a bitterness and an anger. And these are unhealthy attitudes. Mm. And what does the proverb say? Guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Yeah, yeah. All the issues of life come out of your heart. So yeah. Jesus even said that out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. And so whatever's in our life in that time is a reflection of what's going on in our heart. Mm. And I think unmet expectations create a long-term effect. They do. Where, you know, even as a maybe in our context, uh, asking people to serve in an area, but we weren't clear mm. about what what is this actually going to in, entail. Yeah, what we wanted to and then, look like. Yeah, and then it, it, it's like, oh, but I thought this, but but we've actually, it is part of it, but there's more or there's yeah. less. Yeah. Or and and that can create that unmet expectation. And I think if you feel like you're in a place of unmet expectations, the best thing you can do is c- communicate. Communicate, yeah. Just say, hey, I thought that this is what it looked like because. Mm. Um, I like to, I talk to people, but I think about it. I think they know what I'm thinking. Yes. It's not that people want to mislead you. I think it's just that people aren't that clear. No. And so we actually have to ask more questions. Especially uncomfortable conversations. Especially. Because you want to win people over or you want to get that contract signed or you want to win the deal or you want to, and you win the deal, but you didn't quite promise the truth on the delivery. And, you know, all of those things can happen even in the workplace where you were going to get a promotion, but you, you've you been getting this promotion for six months and you still haven't gotten the promotion sure. and then you just start getting, like, upset. Yeah. And I think it's just about coming back and communicating and saying, mm. listen, I'm, I'm, I might get this wrong, but this is what I think. Mm. And there's an opportunity to go, oh, okay, I didn't see that, or the other person goes, flip, I didn't realize I said that. Yeah. And there's an opportunity. So I think those are one of the areas that, that may be that. helpful as you brought it up. Yeah, no, I think something we can also get better at is, is to stop making big decisions when retired and stop making like life-altering, life-changing calls for the family, for yourself, when you're burnt out. I think it's great to acknowledge that when I'm tired and when I'm exhausted. Can we stop, play that back, listen to it again, and and then play it back again? Because I think what that does is, I think it it keeps you there for so much longer because then you make really bad choices because like I love what you said, you're like, what are the telltale signs? You're angry, your temper is short, your, 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 your speech is different, the way you're thinking is different because your priorities have changed, you've got unmet expectations, and then you make calls and choices based on that yeah. instead of being, I feel, I feel healthy. And I, that's the spiral. That's the spiral. So it's like I feel healthy, I feel spiritually, well, we're never going to feel perfect. Mm. So if we're going to wait for the perfect moment to make big choices, that'll also be, then you'll mm. never make any choices. But it's about... Let's be aware of, of where we're at. Because again, we're going to say it like over and over again. We don't think it's a bad, everybody gets burnt out. Yeah. Everybody gets tired. So if you listen to this now and you're saying, I'm in that right now, we're not, you know, we're not dissing that. Mm-hmm. We think that it's, it's just good to be a part it of a conversation. But, but to acknowledge like, this is where I'm at right now. I feel tired. 2020 in our context right now has been a crazy year. Mm. Well, stop making huge choices like right now. Stop making huge decisions for your family. Like if you're going to immigrate, I don't think right now is the best call to make that Mm -hmm. or the best time to make that. Or if you're going to change your job or if you're going to move this or if you're going to break off that relationship or if you're at your final straw, rather wait. Mm. (laughs) Rather wait and let God uh, do something in your heart. Like Like we've been saying, Try to find things that fill your tank. Yeah. Try to go on those hikes. If it needs to be by yourself, go by yourself. Mm, that's good. Find the hobbies. Find the things that are gonna that are gonna start to replenish. And, and like you said, this is two parts. So we're gonna yeah. speak about some practical yeah. things in the yeah, next yeah, yeah. one. So jump jump in and join that. But 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 
to just to just to know that like to make decisions in that space is big only time. gonna end badly. Big time. I think there's so much wisdom in that. I heard the saying that the unevaluated life is not worth living. Yeah, exactly. And That's we are cool. because we spoke about the busyness of life. We've got every night. There's something happening. Mm. It's schoolwork. It's homework. It's this work. It's then that it's work, work. It's gym. It's, yeah. it's sport. It's TV. It's mm. and it's and when you're watching TV, you're not evaluating your life. No. So it, it's to actually stop, pause, and think. Yeah. So that we can process these things. And if you're in a season of nearing burnout, I would say you need a carb. You have to as an as a moment of urgency yeah. is to urgency. actually go, I need to stop and think it's this urgent. through. Yeah, Let good. me play the movie. What does this look like in mm. the future? What What do I need to stop doing? Mm. We've always got a to-do list, but we need a to do, not to-do list. Yeah. What can I stop a doing? to-don't list. Yeah, <laughs> because I think there's two types of, there might be more, but from my perspective, I see two types of burnout. People who burn out because they're doing all of the wrong things. Yeah. Other one is people who are so consumed by doing good things. Mm. You know, it's the person who feels the need to uh, feed that person's dog, who feels the need to go and fix that person's thing and mm. go give to this and to go give to that. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're giving so much to other people, which are good things. Yeah. You could even argue they're like the things. biblical things to do, yeah. you know. But then you neglect your family and your family doesn't get the same care that other people get. It's because it's Jeez, not it's yeah. not because you 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 want to be selfless. It's because you get a bit of a dopamine hit every time someone says, "Oh, thank you, you've saved my life." Mm. You go, "Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. you know." Yeah, it feels good. And, and and your families, they're going, "Why do they always get the good oil? Jeez. We get the let we get the you know the the fish fried oil. They get the they get the fresh oil. You're why me now. why you, is that? Well, your church in front of people. It's it's you've got to. It's your it's almost your job to yeah. to, to be on your A game. And then you get home and you're just like it's like taking your belt off and just totally oh, yeah. And then your family are like, what the stuff? Like, and, and your excuses, oh yeah, but they needed me. They needed this. I'm like, come on, money. yeah, good. Yeah, come on. So I mean, okay. those are good things. Mm. But even Jesus stopped doing good things so that he could get margin and a rest and replenishment and Very a break. Yeah. And so, so it's like, I, I don't want people to feel like we're saying they have to only be involved in the activity of building the church, for instance, mm. because that's a lie. Mm. I think you need to. I think you need to be busy building the church, but not busy all the time building the church. Yeah. Because you need, to, like, your week should have family in it. It should have work in it. It should have the kingdom of God in it. Great. But not all three at all times. Yeah. Because where's your where's your evaluation? Fulcrum. Yeah. That Wayne Kudur speaks about. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Deadly, definitely got to watch that. Yeah. Um, the fulcrum. Yeah. Just change what you're doing in that season. So good. And then, there, of course, is the other people who are who who are going into the other extreme, and their whole vibe is. Hey, I just gotta work more. Mm. I just gotta, I just gotta, uh, um, you know, get busier and busier and busier. Because there's there's mm. this underlying thing of mm. I don't want to be an underachiever, yeah, well, or someone said that you were terrible at something when you were point. like seven years old. And yeah, you carry that now. But we do, don't we? Yeah, we do. I still remember being being called an avo. My, I was on this cricket cricket tour to uh, Pretoria, and the guys said like, "Swain, you got a personality of an avo." Mm. You know, that's haunted me for. Probably for 15 years. Yeah. That one thing. Yeah. And I, res I, if I'm not careful, I respond out of that. Yeah. 
And so because someone said something when you're young, you're now trying to prove them wrong. So but to people that... You're burning out in yeah. your 40s. Yeah. Or your 50s. And yeah. your family's like, what the heck? Yeah. No, same. I mean, when I was young, it, it struggled with weights. And when I was in grade four, maybe 10 years old, you get comments about weights and then you, you, you get oh, older. Yeah. You're, but you still don't want to take your shirt off at the beach or whatever. Yeah. So, so that's like a practical example. Yeah. It's quite funny, actually. But, but, but that's just an example of just because something happened five years ago or 10 years ago, doesn't mean you're over it. Yeah. Um, you've got to be intentional about, well, how am I going to handle these issues? How am I, or am I going to bleed on the people that didn't even cut you? Wow. From that, that point of view. So it's like, we've got to think about it. And we it's got do. to be a conversation. It's got to be aware. So even for next steps for people, maybe as we, as we begin to close, is that um, wherever you find yourself right mm. now, as you're listening or watching, you know your energy levels. Yeah. You know where your heart's at. You know what you like when you're at your best, mm. when you're rested, when you're replenished. And then you also know what you like when you're tired, mm. how you speak to people, how you react to situations. It's if you're on the other end now, when you're like, yeah. well, actually, if I'm honest, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling mm. burnt out. I'm feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm being very, I'm just re reacting. I'm not responding. Mm. It's like, it, it just becomes like, it's more anger driven and whatever the deal is. Then I think a great next step for you to just be to evaluate what are some of the things mm. that are draining you? Mm. What are some of the things that are maybe causing you to burn out? And, it, and it's not just like we're saying, it's not just the fact that your outflow tap is on. Mm. Your outflow tap always needs to be on. Mm. Just because it's flowing doesn't mean that you need to turn it off. It's like, well, what's coming out of there? Mm. What, what am I pouring energy into? What do I need to maybe slow down with, but where also do I need to start pouring in? Ramping up on the... I think that's so important. Honestly, I think you bring such good and to write perspective it down. there. I think, yeah, that's it. Write it down so that yeah. you can actually see it. You know, pouring into yourself, I, I can only say is one of the most vital things. <laughs> and even for your... Like, if you're, again, if you're married, yeah. you can actually pour into your spouse yeah. by just encouragement. Yeah. Just saying, Bad. I, I, oh, hey, you're talk. beautiful. Yeah. You're you're handsome. You're you're just the best. You know, build somebody. Yeah, you build them up, and that just fuels. That's why you get encouragement. Encouragement, encouragement fills everybody's tap. There's nobody I've ever met in my life that goes, please stop encouraging me. It's stop just, me. it's so distressing. Yeah, you know, totally. and that that is so helpful. Um, and I think just checking the inflow, writing it down, I think that if there's a next step, I would definitely say that is the next step. I think you brought that up so brilliantly. Make a list. Um, you can have a list of your mm. outflows. You can have a list of the things and, and put everything there. Don't just see, mm. don't just put like what you perceive as the bad things, work yeah. and, and this and bills and mm. put, put everything that's your outflow because not all of it is bad. Yeah. A lot of it is good. A lot of it is godly. It's appropriate, yeah. yeah and, and, and it's supposed to be there and then have a look at your inflow. And, and I think we could almost say with dead surety that you're going to be able to know your outflows way better than yeah. your inflows. The one list is going to outweigh the other. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there aren't. I just mm. think we're not, we haven't developed an ability to, to think about it and to then mm. to apply it. Yeah. And then to say, well, I've got, I've got three inflows here, but I've got 12 outflows. Yeah. I need to start thinking about with intentionality, what are things that replenish me? Yeah. Reading or whatever the deal is. And then to start applying those things into your life. And feel okay with it. Yeah. Because I, oh, guilt. Yeah, there you I go. think you get the guilt of, I, I get that. I, I, I get guilty if, I, if I'm not doing something mm. and this feels so selfish. Mm. Well, this me time or this, you know, this. Yeah. Um, I could be doing something better. Uh, yeah, there's something, I'm surely I need to be more productive. 
And Lara's officer said, no, you actually just need, it's okay for you to do this. Yeah. Like this is actually a good thing. Yeah. And even I think in the next podcast, we can talk about how important sleep is. Yeah, the Play, fun, you know, even spending the appropriate amount of money, mm. you know, on on just on toys. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about overspending and stuff like that because yeah, that could lead now to do it. But appropriately, yeah, 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 yeah. Going on leave and not feeling guilty or bad about it, but yes. to enjoy it. But like you said, if you've made that list and you're aware, most of the time we don't know what our ins and outs are and how much it is. We, we, over, we always underestimate. We do, yeah. And so just by doing that, I think you've given people such a healthy um, handle to go, okay, cool, I don't have to feel guilty about this mm. because this is actually fueling all of that. Yeah. And I think that's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I, listen, I've had so much fun. Mm. Um, I think this has been amazing. And I'm very excited for next week. So if you, if mm. you have tuned in, um, if you have tuned into episode four via maybe video or if, you, if you're listening via podcast, uh, you don't want to miss this. You, you've got half of it now. You've got 50%. Yes. You can't miss episode five because we really are going to take things extremely practically. Yeah. We're not, it, it's not all things that just sound profound. We want to, we want to talk about how yeah. many hours should I sleep? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what should I, what should I do with that time? How does that look? Books mm. to read, even some practical resources for people. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah. I, I want to leave people with an image if you don't yeah, mind. I do. just think, you know, there's this, um, with, with marathon athletes, there's this point along their journey on the run where they, they talk about they hit this invisible wall yeah. where all of a sudden all of the energy saps out of them. Mm. They struggle to put one foot in front of the other mm. and a lot of people quit in that time. Yeah. And that's the danger of burnout. Mm. Because of all of this output, you eventually hit a wall. And once you hit that wall in mm. burnout, mm. you want to quit. You want to quit on life. You want yeah. to quit on relationship. You want to quit on job. Your motivation is sucked out. Yeah. All of that. And... And you can become so disillusioned in that season. And what do the guys, do? they often recommend like eating something sweet like a muffin or a chocolate. just boosts the energy a little bit. You yeah. just got to push through. Yeah. So, so we don't want to get to that point in our life. No. Because if you hit that point, it is years of getting out of that. Mm. And so we want to help people, help you guys, and help ourselves to be, at the end of the day to keep ourselves accountable to say, cool, we, we don't want to get to burnout. We want to be healthy. We want to be appropriately challenged. We yeah. want to be stretched. Yeah. But we want to do it in a way that we don't break. Yeah. And our families will be better for it. Our spirituality yeah. will be better for it. Our productivity, our businesses, everything we do will be better for it mm. if we could stay on the healthy side mm. of, of that burnout space. And yeah, so let's I think next week is going to be good. Preventative, yeah. yeah. Let's prevent it. Let's, let's let's stop trying to look for cures. Let's prevent it. Let's put good things in place today. Because maybe you're watching and you're saying, I feel great. Mm. Well, that's awesome. Well, do you know about these things? Mm. Because if you Stay don't, great. Yeah, if you don't, you might not always be great yeah. and feel great. And maybe you can put something in place that can stop you from getting good. to the lowest low. So good, before yeah. Before you have to find your way out. But this has been amazing. We've loved it. Yeah, uh, thanks. We, yeah, we thank you so much. Everybody that's joined us on YouTube or on any of the podcast um, streaming platforms, it's been next level. Uh, please feel free to to rate this, the rate this podcast uh, leave comments mm. um on youtube maybe even subscribe if you're on youtube or check out our instagram which yeah. is the 167 podcast follow us share totally. us we want to do two things through this we want to get better mm. but we also want to spread the word and we want to get right. we want to get the word out because all we really want to do is help people yeah yeah that's that's the goal and yeah do that if you want to we would appreciate it it helps us it does. and we want to i think it's important like that we can form a community here yeah and really respond and connect and you know, see where we can help one another.
have that. Yeah, but it's been a blast. Yeah. yeah, it's been awesome. We can do that if we know who you are. Uh, exactly. So Be know. known. Yeah, let <laughs> us know who you are. Like it, comment. But hey, it's been such an amazing, amazing episode. We trust that you've enjoyed it just as much as we have. God bless you guys. Until next time, we pray that you stay safe and uh, stay refreshed. Good. God bless. Cheers.